on, come on, knock that rust off. <laughs> yes, we're back. Hello, crazy people who, for some reason, watch us. How's everybody doing? Uh, welcome back to an indie invasion shorts. This one is gonna be, I think, pretty fun because we're gonna be. We can be babbling tonight. Yeah, right? I think I think we may we may have to keep a hard eye on the clock tonight because yeah. having missed a couple of weeks, there may be some extraneous babbling going on there. Tonio, hello, thank you, thank you for joining us, sir. First comment: You win five million internet points. Don't spend them all in the same place. Mm, I so, have that problem spending yes. that stuff in one place. Oh yes, oh yes, most definitely. But uh, what what have you been working on there, Mr. Eric? Well, not a whole lot of work done on the old uh, New Year's resolution of working on half-done models in the last week or so. But I have been doing a lot of Alder. reading. Oh, good morning, Alder. Have been doing a lot of reading. Been reading Silver Bayonet. Yeah, Slow. nice. It's kind of a, I don't know why, but I'm having a... I just can't find the time to sit and just read and digest so it's like i read a couple pages oh i gotta get up and do something right um and then i've been reading some other rule books just to refresh my brain with adepticon coming up who knows what's gonna happen you know adepticon. i kind of planned for just a lot of open game this year and yeah. walk around doing demos i'd like to film some demos at the you know whoever's there Ooh, in um, the invasion content Yes. Yes. Sweet. Adepticon <laughs> in the invasion content. I love it. So if you guys are going and you see me, I'll probably be wearing this. Maybe a t-shirt. Excellent. Come say represent, hi. Represent, bro. Represent. Yep. Got to represent. But that's about it for me. Uh, yeah. I've been kind of just taking it easy. Um, you know, trying to refresh those batteries. Yeah. I would oh, say that the the two weeks off has been kind of a, a nice little break, except that I was sick last week. You were so that sick, wasn't... and then the week yeah. before that, you were busy beyond was, belief. Yeah, yeah, I was a little busy. I was a little bit busy, but that's okay. That's okay. So I've been working on um, terrain. What's up, Todd? Uh, I've been working on terrain because I have I, I have my name's Mac, and I'm addicted to. Terrain. You don't have enough terrain. I know. <laughs> Heck no! You never have enough terrain. So. <laughs> If you if you looked in the Discord, I've been building a kind of a zombicide board. I started building it, and my kids were like, "Let's play!" So I'm going to be out of town this weekend. So when we get back, we're going to have a big zombicide game That's with cool. the kids. Uh, but but mostly, I'll probably use it for other stuff because it's zombicide's a lot of fun to play with six or seven people. Um, but it's hard to get that many people together. So I'll probably use it for other stuff. One of the things that we'll talk about tonight is probably what I'll use it for. Okay. But but that's all I've been really doing is building terrain. I got this giant, this is a stack of, well, there's only nine left now, but it's foam core because I have been chopping it up into little bitty tiny pieces and building zombicide buildings so yeah check check that out guys if you're interested on you posted on discord i know today i put it in our facebook page and okay. you, you have it over in the coastal con facebook it is page. it's in the coastal con group too so you can go check it out it's not painted yet i'm just kind of gonna build build everything over there or build everything first and then i'll go back and paint it i gotta put bullet holes in the wall yeah. and uh 
put some broken pieces of glass in the uh, where the windows and stuff are. So weathering. stuff like that. Weathering, weathering. But I figured I figured I would do it and um, after I attached it to the zombicide tiles anyway, that way I can just blend the weathering in, mm -hmm. you know, so they'll look more appropriate. So anyway, okay. that's what I've been working on. Well, one of the things, should we get to it? One of the sure. things, because we don't know how long we're going to babble. Uh, I wanted to talk about was how did Coastal Con go? What what were, uh, I guess, your end of show uh, feelings about it? I mean, attendance, games, people. I mean, from what I saw, it looked like people were having fun. Yeah, people were definitely having fun. So we probably came in at, uh, I didn't count everybody, but I think at the highest point, somebody counted inside. Um, we had 45 or 50 people, which really isn't really isn't bad considering um, last year we had, I want to say like 65 or 70. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I think that that's pretty good because I had canceled it and then it was sort of last minute because yeah. I know of a handful of folks that would have been there, but they had already committed to another convention because I had canceled it. So, uh, so that part was good. Oh, look, we already got a question. What about the backside of the zombicide boards? Alder, I have so many zombicide tiles. I just don't care. I have and a stack of zombicide tiles like that. And, and we were actually just talking before we jumped on about him going and getting the additional tiles that you can buy. I would never do anything like that <laughs> on Evil Bay. Never, never, never. Um, so the, the attendance was pretty good. Um, broke even on cost, which, you know, That's when you're good. running That's a convention, yeah, when you're running a convention, the goal is never to make money because... If that's your goal going into running a convention, just stop now because it's not going to work out that way. So so we broke even. I was at least able to pay for the place. Uh, the raffle did really good, really good. So I, I, I didn't cover enough to do it again next year, but I, I'll do it again next year. So I at least broke even um, so that I paid back the cost back into my own pocket, which is good. Yeah. The raffle... The raffle was hostile, man. It was hostile. amazing. Well, it wasn't really hostile, but it was amazing this year. So one of my big two-by-two, two, I was just looking for stuff to throw in the raffle. I had a bunch of Proxon stuff left, big stack of books from Jim, the tabletop engineer that we raffled off, bunch of board games from a buddy of mine, uh, and a bunch of stuff like that. But I had one of my two-by-two two terrain boards that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take that down and I'm going to put it in the raffle. Man, it was a bidding war. Really? People wow. would, oh yeah, people would walk by and they'd be like, "Did you just put tickets in that one?" Okay, I got to go buy some more tickets. It was awesome. So we made we made a good bit of money off of off of the terrain piece. So yeah, I uh, liked what you did this year with the raffle, where you had the little uh, the coin cup, yeah, and you just put the the ticket in the ones that you were specifically interested in. Yeah, I think that was a good idea. We had we had one lady come, and I don't think she's ever been before. She came. She was just there for a couple of hours, played a couple of board games. So she was a board gamer, not a miniature okay. gamer. Bought one raffle ticket and won a, and won a game. So that was awesome. So she That's came back cool. for the raffle, had one raffle ticket, and she won. So uh, that was that was good. The raffle was really good. 
Uh, and yeah, Todd, that's a good point. You couldn't ask for more cost covered, no drama. I don't do drama anyway. I'll kick somebody out. You know, <laughs> I got no problem kicking somebody out, especially when I pay for the full cost of the convention out of my pocket. I'm like, you can go. I don't, you don't have to be here. It's my uh, house, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will give you your $25 back and you may leave. Um, the vendors, uh, we had, let's see, we had Unipolar Games, we had Discover Games, and then we had Tabletop Savvy, which was the Dapper Dragon recently. And he's actually a local guy that does resin dice. Okay. So I don't know how everybody did. Uh, mm -hmm. Unipolar was selling t-shirts. So I know I know, I saw some people getting some t-shirts. Uh, Alan did, Discover Games did well. They had a lot of traffic at theirs because... The RPG groups showed up to buy oh, dice, good. and and he's he's smart about the way he brings what he brings because he'll message me and go, "What games are you demoing?" Mm -hmm. And then he'll bring that stuff and then some satellite stuff. Um, so that that so I think everybody had everybody seemed to have a really good time, and I had fun. I got to play. I actually got to play a game. I didn't get Ooh. to play the game that I was that I haven't been able to play for three years. The crypts, caverns, and catacombs. Oh the, man, the dungeon crawl. <laughs> yeah, just have crawl. him keep coming every year. Yeah. Eventually, if, you'll get it. If you guys don't know that or are unfamiliar with that, I'd encourage you to go look. Um, now I can't remember the name of his uh, game company, but you can find pictures of the dungeon crawl in the coastal con group and it mm. is a killer game it will eventually be out it's got great mechanics and of course when he brings it he brings the whole shebang he's got all mm. of this really cool dwarven forge stuff that he sets up every single model is painted for the dungeon crawl so it just looks fantastic on the table so awesome cool cool um yeah but I eric wasn't there so you know, know, I was like, I was stuck up here in the snow. And that's your fault. That is your fault. I'm a, I'm a glutton for punishment, I you guess. You are. Right? You're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? So, only ran a couple of Twisted demos. Mm -hmm. The uh, the interesting thing, and I don't, uh, this isn't really interesting. I knew this would happen. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, I asked him if he would run something. He said, what do you want me to run? I said, I don't care. Well, he said, okay, well, I'll run Rumble Slam. Well, as usual, Rumble Slam was a hit the whole time. People just coming back to play over and over again because who doesn't want to body slam an, a troll with a halfling? Yeah, yeah. So so Rumble Slam did really well. It had uh, great turnout. Quite a few board games were played. That's good. Um, you and said some had, RPG guys were there playing stuff. Well, they or? weren't playing. It was most. Oh, of the, okay. It was actually most of the guys from my RPG group. <laughs> they were there buying dice uh, in the in the hopes that that would help them in their uh, in their game against uh, against me as the storyteller. So that's that's kind of how that that's kind of how that one went. And of course, we're all older guys with our you know we got our our glasses. So one of my buddies found some gigantic dice and he's like look i can read them without putting glasses on and that's the best dice in the world no matter what they roll then that's perfect oh, absolutely geez. perfect but i did find some new sparkle 
Yeah, I was gonna say, I I, I kind of chuckled the like I think it was the day after. It was probably that Monday, and I see what's this? Max got some new new stuff. He's got a new, new obsession. Minis. New minis. <laughs> well, it was so one of the guys that came down and had some stuff at the flea market table uh, is from the Scarab Gaming Convention, which is in Columbia, which is only two hours away from me. It's in the state. And he had some stuff to sell. Well, he had the recon Kickstarter. So for anybody that doesn't know, and, and I'll probably get some of these details wrong because I'm not super familiar with all of it yet, but recon was the board game version of what is now Mercs. So okay. think about it in, since we were talking about Zombicide, think about it kind of like Zombicide. It's tile-based where you lay out a bunch of tiles and mm -hmm. you're basically running this mission. And instead of zombies showing up, you have security forces showing up. And it's essentially set in the mega corporation kind of world. I haven't okay. read all of the fluff yet, um, but it strikes me kind of cyberpunky. I know, I know when, in my mind, when I say mega corporation, I tend to think Judge Dredd. Yeah, like a dystopian that, type right. of future. Right, that's where my mind goes. But it, it kind of feels more cyberpunky to me. And since okay. nobody can tell me how to play my game, I'm going to paint them cyberpunky and play like it's a mm -hmm. cyberpunk game. Uh, but there, so that was the board game and we played that and I guess it wasn't really successful. Hmm. Not, not really sure. Uh, the game itself has been sold to some other folks and being in the process of being re-released, but the recon game was really fun. You could see some real big holes in gameplay mm -hmm. where we we're sitting around trying to figure out if we won the game. Cause we're like, I don't know if I can do that right now. So did we win? Sure, why not? We won. Yes, we won because it's a convention, so we won. Um, that's kind of how that went. But the the new part about it was what Alan was running, and he was running the Mercs 2.5, which is yeah. He's been messaging game. me about it a little bit. Yeah, which is the skirmish game, and you can you can download the rules for free. As a matter of fact, you can go over to their Facebook group, the Mercs official Facebook group, mm -hmm. and they have the 2.5 rules in there. And it, it's really cool. I'm not going to get into a real big rules mechanic because I'm not 100% sure I, what I know is from what I played demo-wise. Because anybody who's been listening to us for any length of time will know that book is in PDF format. That means one thing. I'm not going to read it. Yeah, go print it out and <laughs> right. spiral bound it. And all That's that. right. Until until there is a copy of the book, I'm just not going to read it. So when Alan comes up, we'll play and he can teach me. But it's a D10 based game, which is kind of cool. The interesting thing about it is there are no points values. So all of your models are kind of balanced in what you would bring. So you just pick a number of models. You bring five models. That's it. No, you don't. Have the, the extent of your force building has nothing to do with math. It just has to do with this guy's cool or might suit the miss mission or whatever. So there's no point values. I thought that was kind of interesting. And so Greg said he's been looking at Mercs. You should check it out. I don't know if you're in the, the Facebook group yet, but you should go check it out. So the real reason I picked up the recon Kickstarter was because, uh, it, it, it had all the minis, and they haven't changed the minis. They're all okay. essentially the same. So 
Yeah, I was thrown off a little bit and you because you've been you were showing a lot of work in progress painting and stuff. And I'm like, what is this? Who is painting this? They're not on clear bases. What is going on? That's because they have the little facing like super matters in that game. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so, okay. So Alder said he was in big with Mercs when it started. Nice minis. Rules were okay. Yeah, I, I haven't heard the best thing about the old rules. Big problem was the company didn't support it. People stopped playing. Yeah, I, I got that impression quite a bit from um, just kind of scrolling through the, the Facebook group as the mm -hmm. new stuff is coming out. There's a lot of guys that are are like you, Alder, who were in originally and are just super excited now because of the rules. The rules seemed pretty good. Um, I liked them, but all I did was a demo game with Alan. So, you know, I didn't get really into the, the brass tacks of it and how deep and, it goes. And yeah. Stuff. Special abilities and all of this other stuff. Uh, one of the things that I did like that I remember about it was how initiative worked and what that was, was, and if, if I mess this up and somebody watches this video, correct me in the comments, please. But so you roll D 10 equal to the number of guys you have. So we were doing a demo with three guys. So you roll three dice and then you assign them from, let me see if I remember this, from the lowest value to the highest. So if you had a one and I had a three, you'd assign your one to one of your dudes. Mm -hmm. Then I would assign my three. Then if I had another three, I would assign that and you would assign your six. And then I would assign, and then, and then that's how you would do it. And then you would activate in the opposite direction. Okay. So, so your highest number would activate first. Right. So you, almost a little bit of a bidding thing where you're trying to yeah. figure out what the other person's going to do. And then you can adjust that value by whatever the reaction score value is of that model. Okay. So if you had a, if you had a 10 on your number and I had a nine, but I had a reaction of two and I really needed to go before you, I would just spin that up to an 11 Okay, and I would go, and I would activate before you. So I thought that that was kind of cool. That's some uh, interesting strategy. Just before you actually start playing yeah. and you know uh, trying to go after your opponent, that's interesting. Yeah, and the profiles were fairly basic, nothing over the top. Pretty fast playing. Um, let's see, Greg said, "Bat reps online." Yes, there are a couple, but I don't know what rules they're under. Mm. So I know that Gorilla Miniatures has one, but I think it's under old rules because I think it's pretty old. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not really sure about that. And yeah, Alder says they were designed around a 2D game originally. So I remember Alan had these little templates and they were movement templates. They were like the size of a card, uh, okay. like, like Alder says, with cards for movement. Um, that you can't really use on a terrain board, but you don't need those in the 2.5 version. You can use it. Yeah, that's what you need is an indie invasion movement thingy mabobber. Oh, yeah. We got to figure out how to like actually sell those and get a lot more made because I got one, <laughs> two, three, I got like eight left. We I had some for sale at the convention. So so it was really cool. And like I said, the the guys. So you're basically the security force for one of the mega corporations. There's no so more. It, there's no more scenario country. based. Um, that one was very scenario driven. Okay. So we had to hack a terminal, 
And that was the whole point of the scenario is that we had to get inside this one building and, and hack the terminal. So naturally in true fashion of Mac rolling dice, my leader runs up behind the door where the terminal is and I can't get in through the door. So I just, I just stand there at the door. Meanwhile, Alan opens the door on the other side. So, so little did I know that I had one guy on my side who was just a beast in close combat. So I just killed everybody on the board with him. Oh, geez. And then I just walked around the building and went in the door that Alan had opened for me. because I couldn't get the back door open. So whatever. Oh man. So, but, Go ahead. D did it have like a lot of opportunity for narrative and story and stuff like that? I mean, it kind of sounds like it and you can kind of make it up as you go, depending on how your play went. Like, <laughs> like you're saying your leader kind of just. Yeah. So, um, the, the cool thing about it, I, I thought was with so many factions and I want to say there's 16. Wow. That's a lot of variety. Yeah. There's a, bunch of different factions so i i can't even i can't even wrap my mind around who there are right now i just i'm like i like these guys mm -hmm. so i started so I just, those are who i started painting the the stuff that i had been posting a lot of is the security forces that are really they're not for the skirmish game they're for the board game okay but but they're they're still really cool, and I can I can use them for a bunch of different stuff too. I mean, I just played a game of Core Space with my son the other day, trying yeah, to yeah. trying to spool that back up too. Um, but I think there's a lot of room for narrative. There's there's a a hefty amount of fluff to read through. I don't know how much of a revamp any of the fluff is going to get with the 2.5 and the the new ownership. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess we just kind of have to see. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of change going on. The mega corporations are pretty much still all the same. You've got uh, I mean, it is a um, so as far as if you're a collector where you have to have everything, I think it's a super dangerous game for that because every faction's Ooh. only got ten dudes. So you're and like, oh, well, kinda, they've only easy. got ten guys, so yeah. that's easy. I could just buy those ten and and then don't bother doing the math and realize that that's 160 models because yeah. there's 16 factions. I play um, Mercs and I play 10 factions out of 16. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it could be, it could be dangerous in that regard. And as far as the models, the models are cool. Uh, I don't know if they're going to revamp any of the casting stuff. Cause they were plastic for the board game, right? They are. And they're still plastic. Okay. So they're still plastic. I don't know what changes they've made. So with some of them that with what I got in the Kickstarter, so the guy that I bought them from Dave, he hadn't, I mean, all he had done is open them and looked at them. They were all oh. still in the Ziploc baggies wow. um, to say that they had a massive amount of mold release agent on them would be an understatement. <laughs> I mean, it looked like they had been dipped in Vaseline. They had so wow. much mold release on them. Um, flashing wasn't too bad. Some some wonky bits. Uh, probably not the, well, definitely not the most detailed models mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. As, as most people know that have listened, for me, for my litmus test, it's Twisted, the Drowned Earth, and 
the metal models from antimatter games. Those three, they're just they're way up here for me in quality, in my I mean, opinion. Board game quality. Well, probably below normal board game quality. Um, right? I don't know. I think a little higher because it was the injected molded plastic, okay. like like what Games Workshop uses that, oh, that okay. hard so that plastic. Okay. Yeah, not like zombicide plastic, but um and I don't know if there's any any change in what's going to happen with the models or anything like that. I know I know almost nothing. If you really want to know, go bother Alan on the Discover Games page because he's been talking to the guys a lot. Yeah, he's been diving it. in deep, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, or you could just go join the Facebook group and you can ask questions over there because um, Derek is Derek Osborne, I believe is his name. I believe he's the guy who's kind of, I don't know if he's the owner now, but he oversees the page and he could be the owner. I, like I said, I don't know. I don't have um, the connections with the Mercs game like I do with uh, Twisted and Drowned Earth and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. So... Oh, here we go. Tonio. Oh, Tonio. Of course, Tonio had some of the old models. He said the metals were quite good. Not infinity level, but good. Yeah, the plastics uh, were... They're, they're okay. It's part of the reason that when I decided... When I sat down and... So the, the Saturday night at the con, we kind of had a lull when there wasn't anybody there. And I pulled everything out and I just started putting together all of the security forces guys. Uh so I, I, so I put all of them together and that's why I didn't, I was like, I'm just going to do a super tabletop level on these like three colors and done because like you, you put a thin coat of paint on their face and all their features disappeared yeah, on the security guys, not the models themselves, not the main characters, but the, the security guys, just all their features would disappear. Okay. So, and uh, I said, only three factions, not 10 or 16. It's only three factions that you have so far, I think is what you meant. So far. <laughs> There's always more that you need. No? Did I go too far on that one? Okay. I don't know. I, I, well, you know me in Wild West. I have all the factions. So, <laughs> um, I, I do too. <laughs> and don't and don't even play anymore and and still see a new one come out and go oh i i think i probably need to have that box of models yeah. right there because they're cool yes <clears throat> yes well and they will cool. inevitably they will inevitably make their way into twisted because they're steampunked so mm -hmm. and hey you know what somebody asking about if there's bat reps you guys might have to film a bat rep you know, I the thing I gotta get a you camera. Gotta make a trip to Discover Games. He's got I the got, setup. I gotta get I gotta get a camera, and, and I think I want to do the the handheld. And I just I the point is I just have to yeah. get around to doing it. I've got the microphones and all that stuff. I just need I think to get a handheld camera. So I think if I do that, I, I won't. I, I'll I'll be okay to record them, but I just don't. I've done a couple of bat reps mm -hmm. uh, and. I think they're all for twisted. I don't think I've done any other ones, but they were a lot longer than I wanted them to be. I didn't like the quality. I didn't like the audio quality. There was just a lot of stuff I didn't like about them. Um, so who knows 
if Eric would ever move down here, and be see, your I producer. Can use, that's right. That's right. <laughs> then we'd be we'd be rolling, man. We'd have Mercs, uh, bat reps, that whip, twisted bat reps. We have drowned earth bat reps. Man, we'd have all kinds of bat reps. Uh, Obscure yeah. games. We, we'd have we'd have uh, Twilight bat reps. We'd have Quar bat reps. All those weird games out there. Core space. Everything. We'll just have a camera constantly going, and we'll yes. just be playing games all the time. Yeah, just It'd be, be inviting like, people over. It'd be like turning on the light switch. Oh, let me turn the yes. camera on because you never know. Yes. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Exactly. See? Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, I think we did good. Yeah. Fastest 30 minutes in gaming. So you're getting ready to go to Adepticon, though. Yeah, that's in about two weeks. Yep. So I should see Alan. Like I said, I'm hoping to see any of you guys that are going to go. Um, yes. I think the guys that uh, do the, oh, God, it's been a while since they, they asked if we were going, but the planes, um, I think they're going. Blood Red Skies? Yeah, I think they're going to be there. Okay. They were asking if we were going to go. That was a while ago, though. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's been two years since I've been to Adepticon, so I don't know what to expect. Um, I know like the GW stuff, of course, sold oh, out yeah. within, you know, the hour that they launched oh, sure. pre-registration. So. Sure, sure. But yeah, I want to walk around, try and do some filming of demos, try some stuff out, um, you know, just kind of get back to it. It's been a yeah. while. That, that's what I love to do when I go, man. I just like to play demos. It, it always gets me in trouble. Because well, And what, what gets me in trouble is I walk around, I look at all these cool tables and displays, and then I'm like, oh, where'd you get that? What is that? I find out what it is, and next thing you know, I'm either online or I'm downstairs looking to see if somebody has it. That's right. That's right. Look, Todd says next thing will be Beast of War. <laughs> we need a camera first. <laughs> I think I think we need a camera first and then we'll look. Bob says it's 13 days, technically. 13. But not okay. that he's counting. One day not, under two weeks. I've seen his post. He's counting because he's, he's just definitely like, get this finished painted. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I wish I could go to Adepticon this year, but I will not be there this year. But I am planning, Alan and I are planning, you know, if so long as everything pans out like we expect, we're planning to come um, and demo and have product for sale for Twisted. So we'll be there in a semi-official capacity. He'll be there as the... Um, the like the main distributor of twisted in the u.s and then we'll be running demos and and having all kind of stuff going on for that and i think if we can do that and that that'll really give a good push for the game because mm -hmm. yeah i know i i read somewhere somebody said we need a, a twisted meme for indie invasion but uh but it's got the game does have a lot to offer. It's a good game. It's got great models. It's got great mechanics. It's got lots of layers to it, and I think that would just give it a good push. Yeah. Um, and then three. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then once once I once we have our foot in the door like that, you know, I'm straight up be bringing the Drowned Earth too, because though that's that's my two jams right there, man. 
that that's my two games right there. So you'll be a demoing monster. That's all. That's all I do anyway is run demos every con I go to. That's why when I go to a con that I'm not like associated with, that's all I really want to do is play demos. Because mm-hmm. the the best demos, you're in and out in 10, 15 minutes. Then you can go to the next one. Yep. Play yep. except for Arena Rex the year that I went. You couldn't even get close to the table. No, that was yeah, that yeah. was a mob. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, since you haven't been here for a while, sir, it is your turn. I think since I did all the talking, it's your turn. Well, I think it's your turn. Oh, all right. Fine, fine. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We're sorry we missed a couple weeks, but had to get ready for Coastal Con, and then uh, I wasn't feeling well last week, so apologies for that. But we are back on track now yep. every Thursday night. Please, 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 if you guys can think of anything topic-wise that you want to discuss, let us know. We would absolutely love to talk to you about it. And, oh, before I forget, I want to throw this in there, too. So our good friend Ian over across the pond who created Street Wars is working on a version 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. So be on the lookout. He's also working on another game called Border Wars. If you're into historical stuff, check that out. So just throwing that out there to give him some props because he's a small independent developer. Flags of War, right? Flags of War, yep. If you you play historicals and you need awesome already-made flags for your regiments, go to Flags of War. Trust me. You need to go to Flags of War. He makes fantastic stuff. Anyway... If you guys want to catch any more of our content, you can check us out on Podbean and all of the other podcast platforms. We are out there all over the place. I know some of them are behind, but we've got several hundred episodes with lots of different stuff out there. Go check it out. Don't forget to do that. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Always drop us a line at IndianVasion at gmail.com if you got a game or anything like that. And the Discord channel... It slowed down a little bit over Coastal Con, so you guys get back to work painting stuff Mm -hmm. and go share some stuff over there. Um, And incidentally, in reference to Discord, sometime back I had started the Discord channel for Twilight Chronicles of Anural, and um, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty active channel. But it was really cool because Mike is now moved into the next technological stage. And for those that don't know, Mike's the guy that created Twilight moved on to the next technological stage and i think it was yesterday i handed off the the discord channel to him so it is now the official discord channel for twilight so you can go check that out too it's really cool lots of stuff and he's dropping all kinds of information over there already about uh the kasani and new stuff that's coming out so definitely go check that out it's worth it what else we got patreon don't forget you can support us on patreon to be perfectly honest with you, we don't have a lot of stuff over there because yeah. this is where we do most of our stuff. But if you feel like throwing a couple quarters at us, that's great. If you we don't want to do it. that, if you don't want to do that, just prepare for Coastal Con next year and just come see us. That'll be yeah. better. And the coolest part is Redbubble, where you can get all your cool merchandise, hats, hoodies, T-shirts, coffee cups. Clocks, comforters, shower curtains, whatever you want with Indian Beige on need. it. Whatever you need. So go over and check out our Red Bubble and pick something up. We incidentally did learn from Alder 
that the shipping was actually quite reasonable. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have a closer distribution center, but he got his coffee cup and it wasn't crazy shipping to get it to Australia. So that's a win right there. And on that note, gents, as Todd has dubbed us the fastest 30 minutes in gaming, remember to prepare yourself for the invasion. <laughs>